Oh, good evening, everybody. What's up, Woke fam? It's your host, creator of the channel Woke Societies. Good evening, everybody. Tonight, tonight, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to be discussing the lawsuit that rules them all. And here we are with Ted Cruz. He has been activated. Is he going to be the hero that saves our country? We're going to have to wait and see. Oh, I can't wait for tonight's show. Good evening, everybody. How's everyone doing? Oh, yeah. There it is. There it is. All right. Let me know where you're all from tonight. Like, share, subscribe. Let everyone know Woke Societies is still here. We're doing content. We haven't stopped since the uh, purge, and we are moving strong. We're going good. Let everyone know we are the news now. Going to get into tonight's sponsor as soon as this song is over. Oh, my goodness. I've been waiting all day to do this. So, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to probably be starting my show around 5.30 Eastern going forward, just so I don't run into, uh, quite frankly, at 7. So you guys get a full, uninterrupted hour and a half with yours truly. It's going to be awesome. So we're going to see how this turns out, and uh, it's going to be awesome. So we have a lot to cover tonight. We have so much to cover. We're going to be getting into this lawsuit. We're going to be getting into Eric Swalwell. More China. More China. And YouTube has now... YouTube has now drawn their, their line in the sand. They already kind of did before, but now they're really going all in. But, oh, my goodness, the media meltdown. The media meltdown is happening, and I can't even imagine. It's crazy now. What's going to happen when Trump is inaugurated on January 20th? Oh, the Internet gold is going to be abundant. It's going to be abundant. Oh, it's going to be great. I can't wait to dive into it all. So, yes, it's going to be a good one. I can promise you that. Yeah. Oh, I love that. That music just, uh, just a bunch of chaos with that music. So let's get into tonight's sponsor of tonight's show, Pill.net, bringing, bringing the sponsorship for tonight, a censor-free platform, which is going to be so relevant for today, and they could not have picked a better time to make their platform. Let's check them out real quick. Step in the virtual haven of Pill.net, where you remain an individual. You are in control. Experience all that Pill.net has to offer. Create dynamic topics with videos, links, text, anything you want, load topics, activate filters, get verified, go live, escape the onslaught of ads and privacy scares. Let's get back to what social media was meant to be on Pill.net. Escape the onslaught of ads. There it is. So, ladies and gentlemen, that is one of the developers. That His name is Matt. There's uh, two main developers and their whole entire team that helps market that. They are fantastic. It's a sensor-free platform, and it's free. That is the sponsor tonight. You're not going to have to buy anything. Go to pill.net and sign up for a free, uncensored account that has live streaming capabilities. A lot of these, uh, a lot of these alt platforms don't even offer live streaming yet, and these guys got it all. So go check them out. And appreciate you guys over on Pill.net. You guys have been amazing. I consider you guys family at this point. And thank you for what you're doing for the movement. Let's get into uh, some of the random news of today to catch you all up on everything that's going on across the country and the world before we get into the main event tonight. And you guys, I promise it's going to be awesome. So breaking news, Rudy Giuliani announces on Bernie, Bernie and Sid that he will be released from the hospital today after being diagnosed with COVID on Sunday calls the remdesivir treatment a miracle drug that made him feel 10 years 
younger. Well, that's really awesome. That's awesome, man. The man himself tweeted out today, back to 100% and lost little time testifying. <laughs> the dude came right back out and he's like, you know what? We got we got more work to do. Testifying at 11 a.m. before Georgia legislator on the additional live from Atlanta election theft tapes. No evidence of fraud. Watch the videotapes and make up your own mind. This entire thing, ladies and gentlemen, if you think about it, We've been in, what, lockdown mode for the majority of the country since, uh, what, March about? Maybe even a little bit earlier? And I don't know how old Rudy, uh, Rudy is, but he's got to be he's got to be up there. And uh, he's good in two or three days and back to work. Wow. Sounds just like the flu to me. It blows my mind. But Rudy is back, and he is better than ever. So, why I play that music, that chaotic, fast punk rock music, well... There's another autonomous zone out in Portland again, and uh, the police have just lost all control. And uh, there was a little message here from the police chief from Portland saying we are aware of the stockpile of weapons. Oh, they're calling the uh, Antifa are calling their house that they're protecting or this autonomous zone, the Red House, I believe. And there's weapons inside and other things that are dangerous. Well, Chief Lavelle asked those at the Portland Antifa autonomous zone to voluntarily leave and put down their weapons. I'm sure Antifa just wanted to listen. Portland police share the community's concern about the barricades, occupation, and criminal activity on North Mississippi. Those present at the barricades should leave it behind, put down your weapons, and allow the neighborhood to return to peace and order. We're aware of the stockpile of weapons and the presence of firearms. We are aware of the threats to the community, to media, to police. We've seen the attacks. The Portland police will enforce the law and use force if necessary to restore order to the neighborhood. Oh, really? Really? Well, I'm totally backing police. I have no problem with police doing their job, but if you guys go and look here, it doesn't look like the police really have anything under control. Now, I'm not going to play the audio here because it's nothing but uh, it's nothing but cursing. And I, you know, I don't mind cursing, but when it's too, too much, I mean, we're going to get into another video. Their earmuffs are going to be required before we get into the, uh, into the show tonight. I can promise you that. So if you got kids, definitely have the earmuffs ready. Um, but yeah, you can see here, these are like young kids, like young 20 year olds, maybe even th young thirties, just pushing back on the police, throwing shit at them, bottles, curse words, fingers up in the air, just, it does not seem. And this is the autonomous zone out back here. This little, they're calling this the red house. Just pushing them back, really not allowing them to do anything. And there was another video here. Oh, maybe I didn't include it. That's okay. There was another video of uh, Antifa spraying police, though the police cars, uh, windshields to the point where they couldn't wipe, wipe the, uh, the whatever this whatever this liquid was off. And pretty much you can't see where you're driving. So things are back to, uh, as you would say, normal out in Portland again. We got another autonomous zone, and Andy No called it. People didn't believe me when I warned Antifa weren't going to, to be pacified if Trump lost the election. Now police are unable to reclaim territory in a major U.S. city and are asking public just to simply avoid the area. Guys, uh, this is the Portland police. We can't really do shit right now, so uh, the best we can do is just don't go over there. And for the people that live there, eh, we're sorry. Just, just use caution. <laughs> Jeez, man. 
If I was a police officer out in Portland, I'd be putting in my two weeks. I would have been. I would have put in my two weeks months ago to get the hell out of there. Go to South Dakota. Go to Florida. Go to another state that actually cares about their police. Because all of a sudden, Ted Wheeler wants to uh, all, just. He wants to stop this from happening, even though he allowed it to happen all summer long. We covered it at nauseum on this channel. But anyways, speaking of corrupt Dems, I know this. All you guys saw this probably yesterday. We played it on Methods of Madness. I need to play it again because I didn't have it on my own show. The, uh, Representative Johnson, we all know, got disciplined out in Michigan because of this video right here, making threats to Trump supporters. If you didn't see this, watch this video here. And kudos to whoever made this video for putting the, uh, a message from a domestic terrorist on the bottom of this video because that's exactly what this is. Watch this. So this is just a warning to you Trumpers. Be careful. Walk lightly. We ain't playing with you. <laughs> Enough of the shenanigans. Enough is enough. And for those of you who are soldiers, you know how to do it. Do it right. Be in order. Make them pay. Make them pay. Now, if I, if, if me or any one of our friends that you guys listen to, the alternative media, even on YouTube, that's out there still, the conservatives that still remain there, they're not going to be there much longer. I can promise you that after I show you what YouTube's doing now. Um, if anybody had said this on any one of our channels, even a smidge of what she just said, we would have been nuked off any big tech platform or digital presence completely erased. Um, literally, that is what you call um, a call to violence calling to your supporters, and we all know who her supporters are, Black Lives Matter, wrapped up with Antifa, there you go. There you go. So that's what she thinks of Trump supporters, and you wonder why there's these tensions building this country, and why even some are saying there could possibly be a civil war. I don't want there to be a civil war in the streets. I do believe we are fighting a civil war um, in the tech world as far as digital soldiers. That is definitely real, and that's been going on since 2016 and beyond. But she wanted to clarify because after that video, she was be, she uh, the Michigan, um, I can't remember who he was, but he's the top of this board, and he said she is going to be disciplined and stripped of whatever whatever power she has, and uh, good, good. But after that, she wanted to clarify, ladies and gentlemen, she just wanted to make sure she meant soldiers for Jesus. All you soldiers, soldiers of Christ. Ah, that's what she meant. Soldiers against racism. Ah. Oh. Soldiers against misogyny. Now I know what you mean. Soldiers against domestic violence and domestic terrorism. So that was, uh, that, she goes on for another uh, 40 seconds there, but I found the real video of her when she made this, and here it is. Soldiers against racism. Soldiers against misogyny. Soldiers against domestic violence and domestic <laughs> terrorism. Soldiers, rise. It's time for you to rise. I feel like she's trying to audition for like a new, uh, the new Lord of the Rings movie or something. I don't know what that was, but at least her face, uh, she, the real her came out. The clown that she is. She is a clown. And I would even go as far as saying what she said is calling for violence against Trump supporters. That would I would consider that domestic terrorism. But, you know, I don't know the laws inside and out to be to to maybe call her that legally. 
who knows? Who knows? But this is this is where uh, that's where that's going. So you wonder why tensions are building when you literally have people inside Michigan government. And, you know, you know, they all carry the same rhetoric. They all carry the same narratives. All the Democrats do. Neo-Nazis, racist, misogynists, you know, everything that they made up in their fake reality. But the problem is there is a big portion of this country that does not want to be bothered. They want to be left alone. And some of those people happen to be Marines that haven't taken to the streets or done anything. And again, there is never violence condoned on this channel, but some people are getting fed up. This guy in particular, and this is why I said uh, parents who have kids watching, have the earmuffs ready right now. This was also played on Method's show, but it's it, this was played on Method's show yesterday on, our, on Methods of Madness. And it was so good, I wanted to play it here as well, because it's just, it's there's so much truth in this video. And... Uh, Hopefully, they're going to stop poking this bear. This is a Marine that had a message for Representative Johnson. Listen to this. All right, here's my thing. I keep seeing all this shit about how these fucking Democrats and Pelosi and Biden and Harris are going to come after everybody who voted for Trump. And they're going to make a list. And they're going to come after you. You see this shirt? You see this hat? Let me explain something to you. Do you know how many veterans voted for Trump? Do you know how many of us don't give a fuck what you think you're gonna do? If I traveled thousands of miles and got medals for kicking the shit out of people I don't fucking know, for people that I don't fucking know back home, what do you think I'll do if you come for me with my family and my kids there? My wife and my babies. I'll skin you the fuck alive and just your soul. Bitch, I'm from the wish a bitch woods. Fucking bring that shit. Ain't nobody worried about you. And not even a vet. A damn sure ain't no fucking marine vet. Bring that bullshit with us. Get ready to take the L, motherfucker. Again. <laughs> Get ready to take the L, mother effort. <laughs> I will ingest your soul. Man, I'm telling you what. Tell you what, you get a line of Marines going up against Antifa. I wonder just how hard the soy boys really are. I would not want to mess around with somebody like that. I can guarantee you that. Somebody that's gone across to different countries. Going to different countries and kick people's asses that they didn't even know. What do you think is going to happen when you come from my family and my own country? And it going to end well for you. You've already taken the L. I love that video. Absolutely awesome. So, ladies and gentlemen, that is the uh, the uh, quick, I guess, weekend, not weekend blitz, but blitz of news here. Uh, to to begin to get uh, to have the for the beginning of the show here. We're at 2.2 thousand on D Live. We're at 208 on on Twitch. And I'll check pilled in just a moment here. I know I'm starting at a different time, so people are probably like, wait, he started already? It's not 6. Nope, it's going to be 5.30 moving forward here. Let me just pull up Pilled here because I do want to get those numbers. We're at 104 on Pilled already. And guys, you can always donate to the show in the About section. Uh, I know DLive, you got your lemons. If you don't want to do that, I have a universal super chat in the About section on Twitch. You have it as well. You can donate right through Stream or uh, Streamlabs, which is fantastic. And on Pilled, you got Power Chat. So all those... Go back into the channel to support me to do this on a full-time basis for all of you. So, are you guys ready for the great, funny video of the day to lead us into the main content? I'm ready to do it. And the video I'm going to show you today is what you would see if you have a leftist family member that's looking to come out to break the shell of uh, of brainwashed just liberalism. I have a video for you and what that's going to look like. This had me dying, literally rolling on the floor. And uh, Candace Owens bring this from Twitter. Uh, whoever made this, his name is Ryan Long Comedy. And this video, ladies and gentlemen, is absolutely hilarious. I will see you on the other side of this. Let's take a watch. I see sexism, racism in comedy and um, 
I see sexism, racism in comedy, and a minority that needs my help. This is literally an apple. You know, after leaving Vice, a lot of bloggers have trouble reacclimating into normal society. I see a victim. It's another victim. So this is a trailer. Not enough women. Well, let's just watch it first. So it's my job as a therapist to help them get in touch with the person they once were. It's kind of interesting the whole place is all white. Okay, you know what? Let's sit you back down. Let's get you back down. I keep having this recurring nightmare where they need my help, but I can't help them without my Vice job. Who needs your help, Daniel? The Latinxes. Without blogging, I lost my sense of purpose. You don't work there anymore! I'm on a deadline! I see a white devil, an appropriator. This is your mother. Try to look past gender and race. I need a break! You know, my goal is for them to experience life again. So we're gonna do a little role play and I want you to interact with me. I'm so sorry. No, just act normal. Hi, would you like a beer? See, isn't that- ah! See family norms being shoved down my throat. It's not enough without looking for problems. What, someone just has to stay at home? As a cisgendered white male, it looks like it's gonna rain. Okay, now I want you to try it again, but without the first part. It might rain? See, now wasn't that better? I don't know. I see a man who held a position only because of a rigged system. I need to tweet one thing. No tweeting. I have to, I have no, a reservation. You know what, let's shut this down, let's shut it down. I have two vice rings, how many do you have? None, and that's okay. Because cold turkey can be a little too traumatic, it's important to wean bloggers off of their scolding. Your face is driving me nuts. Well, what is it about my face that's driving you nuts? Piece of shit. Okay, I think you've had your ration for today. We're gonna let you scold again after dinner. I want you to look yourself in the mirror and tell me what you see. I see a, a colonizer. I, I see the problem. Daniel, go deeper. <laughs> I see me. And doesn't that feel better? <laughs> hey, mom. I just want to let you know, I'm sorry I called you a Nazi at Passover. Daniel, snap my fingers. You'll be able to be around a family member with a different opinion than you. Thank you. Trump 2020, baby. Thanks for tuning in to the land of the real. But it's like the twilight zone, the plan is surreal. It'll blow your mind when the plan is revealed. Talk to light, all the plans they conceal. Grab your flashlight, it's time to go down the rabbit hole. It's dark and hell is hot, dealing with satanic souls. The tide is turning, patriots and now in control. Apply aggressive pressure right now. It's open. open up, guys, and keep them healed. All they do is lie, realize how everything is real. Through projects looking glass, the future is revealed. Future proves past, but there won't be any deals. Hope society's fam, you know it's time to go. Grab your popcorn, sit back now. Enjoy the show, severe and non on the mic. So come on, enjoy the flow. The wave is rising, and you know it's only gonna grow. It's only gonna grow. Oh. I keep kicking, kicking that. I don't know why it keeps doing that. Isn't that funny, ladies and gentlemen? I could not stop laughing when I saw that video. Oh my goodness gracious, it was so good. So good. So if you, I'm sure all of you have somebody in your family that are like that, where, uh, you know, if you supported Trump, you might not have been invited to the family get together because you're a racist. But there are things in therapists like that that can help you all out. Isn't that so nice? So welcome in everybody. We're gonna get into our show now and get into the main events, the main content, and everything you're looking for for Red Pill News and, uh, 
all the events happening in the world. So let's get into it. So I want to start off with my favorite company in the social media world, YouTube, yesterday. YouTube drew the enormous red line, literally saying we are going to only back corporate media, which is pretty much China at this point. And if you have a different opinion about what is going on with this election, if you even mention a word that the election was altered by fraud or that the mail-in ballots are fraud, we are going to delete you and most likely ban you from the platform. And this came directly from an, from emails that were going out yesterday from YouTube Insider. Yesterday was the safe harbor deadline, which is that deadline which was December 8th, talking about this. Now that enough states have certified their presidential election results, which is not true at all, we'll remove any content published today or any time after that alleges widespread fraud or errors change the 2020 U.S. presidential election outcome. I've actually felt good when I read this. And you want to know why? Because I was really, I was so... I wasn't surprised when our channels got taken down. I was surprised that it was coordinated and we were all taken down within the same day. And if you don't remember, guys, because we're going to be talking plenty of Hunter Biden tonight, right as the news, the breaking news from the New York Post was coming out that day on a Thursday, October 15th, all of our channels, your favorite channels, X22, Red Pill, iPod, all of us, we were all wiped off the YouTube platform on the same day within three hours. Now, now they are saying if anybody is still remaining out there that's alive, we're talking to you conservatives. That's essentially what YouTube is saying. We are going to ban any content, meaning if you don't agree with us, we're going to shut you up and you're going to deal with the outcome of these elections. And if you ask questions about the establishment, we are going to silence you. That is essentially what YouTube said to the entire world yesterday. And there are big conservative accounts that are still out there on YouTube and I don't know how much longer they're going to last. For example, Dave Rubin has a humongous show, big following. We now have a superstructure with the fe- which the founders couldn't have ever imagined that can control speech without the government lifting a finger. Maybe I've just juiced by being at the White House today, but I've never been more ready to fight for freedom than I am right now. And this was just an example. This was a screenshot of the email that all the creators that still have channels out there, all of them received this to let them know that December 8th was the harbor date. This was it. And remember, we said this harbor date is not in the Constitution. The only day that matters in the Constitution is January 20th. When there's fraud and there's cases and there's lawsuits, which YouTube and everybody else in the establishment wants to ignore, they are putting this false narrative for people that are just not informed, they just don't know, and saying, this is it, this is what we're waiting for, this is a perfect justification to silence anybody that is continuing to make content on on the election. And this is what happened yesterday. And it wasn't just him. It wasn't just Ruben. Steven Crowder, who I've, I've, I've recently been watching, has a great, great show. Sorry, he even mentioned, sorry, YouTube, you cannot allow fake news, Russia hoax videos to flourish on your platform while removing legally defensible, factually sourced content on widespread election fraud and enjoy the protections of a platform. Nope. And that is true. I got into this uh, movement just before 2018 was rolling around. I was brand new to it, trying to catch up on all the events, but I sure do remember nothing Nothing but Russia hoax, Trump's a Nazi, all of those videos, they were rampant, all of the TV, all over YouTube, 
all of her social media. And that's ultimately what woke me up because there was just so much of it. It was saturating everything. And it didn't make any sense to me because everything I knew about Donald Trump was mostly good. Mostly good. He was beloved here in New York, beloved in New York City. And everyone that I knew that, that walked and mentioned the guy, totally good. Solid dude, super smart, wealthy. He's got the world at his fingertips. And here we are. Here we are. YouTube allowed that to run rampant on their platform for easily since the day the man got into the office. Easily. Now, there was a hearing today, and uh, Ted Cruz had spoken about this big tech censorship at YouTube and was just wondering, how the hell are we going to keep allowing this to go on? Going to play a minute here because we got, we're going to be talking about Ted Cruz later in the show tonight because there's a lot of big things, I think, on the horizon for Mr. Cruz here. Watch him just tear into big tech and talking essentially to Lindsey Graham here. Watch this. This is an incredibly important issue that this committee has addressed many times. And the problem of big tech censorship keeps getting worse and worse. They keep getting more and more brazen. As they accumulate power, Silicon Valley believes there is no power on earth that can constrain them. We saw the latest illustration of this just yesterday, where YouTube announced that it is going to remove any content online that alleges widespread election fraud. And I have in front of me an article uh, from The Hill from yesterday, the title of which is YouTube to remove content that alleges widespread election fraud. I ask for unanimous consent that this be entered into the record. Without objection. YouTube said that it's going to pull down, it's going to block content, quote, that misleads people by alleging widespread fraud or errors change the outcome of the presidential election. They're not even pretending anymore. Reuters polling shows that 39% of the American people believe this election was rigged. That should make all of our hearts ache. That is not good for democracy when nearly half of Americans. He says have nearly half the Americans don't believe in the election system anymore. He's absolutely right. And you want to know what else YouTube is not even hiding anymore? This story from the National Post broke. And you want to, this is so easily seen when you see through the lines and you actually research and you look for yourself what's going on. The National Post put this one out today. YouTube employs Chinese Communist State Secrecy Bureau Software Engineers. So, we have here a host of software engineers for the platform have formerly worked for the Chinese Communist Party run institutions, raising the question as to why a revolving door exists between YouTube and the China based universities. Now, before we even go further into this, remember when COVID started coming out, what did they say? If you got, if anybody even questions who and what the Chinese have been saying, we're going to ban your content and probably kick you off. You're going to get strikes and then you get ultimately banned from the platform. Is it starting to make sense now? As a software engineer for the video platform since May of 2019, Tai Jingzhang, I probably butcher that one, previously worked as a project manager for Gongzu Shine Technology. In other words, Jingjing here led software efforts on behalf of the PLA appearing to reference China's People's Liberation Army and a host of Chinese government-led intelligence bodies. What's more, he notes he garnered numerous staff awards for excellence and performance. And additionally, we have another one, Zhao Chen, who lists himself as a software engineer at YouTube since November of 2020, previously served as a research assistant at Sun Yat-sen University, the university which recently dispatched a researcher to the U.S., 
who pleaded guilty to lying to, to the FBI over Tiesto China, has also seen its supercomputing center at on the U.S. government's entity list. Did you see that? This man that YouTube hired lied to the FBI about an inf- investigation about China. Since 2015, a list of people and companies the U.S. government deems a national security risk. And guess what? There it is. There's the picture. Uh, Google, software engineer, YouTube. Yes, all these companies. And it's so funny because when you realize what's going on here, when you look at the fact checkers, I don't even know if you guys realize these fact checkers that Facebook and Instagram and these other platforms, you know where they're employed? The people that actually do these fact checking, a lot of them, they're not even U.S. citizens. They're not even in the United States. They're in different foreign countries. We have people in foreign countries censoring American citizens through American companies. That's what's going on here. And we all sit and wonder why, how the hell can this happen? Why are they doing this? Because China is at the, they're in, they're a cancer that's inside of everything as far as our establishment and the, and the platforms that we all publicly communicate. That is exactly why we're seeing this. And when you when you have people from the CCP that are software engineers in your company, what kind of message is that sending to the American people? What kind of message? It begs the question to ask, what is the role that, that big tech is playing in our country with elections? It's a big question to ask. So what the hell is going on here? Why are they covering? Is there business deals going on? Of course there is. There's all this stuff going on. So I want to transition from that to the, some of the biggest news that came out yesterday because China is involved with so much of this. It's disgusting. Yesterday, right? This was the big news yesterday. Hunter Biden puts out a statement, says his taxes are under investigation by the U.S. Attorney's Office in Delaware. And this was his statement. I learned yesterday for the first time that the U.S. Attorney's Office in Delaware advised my legal counsel also yesterday that they're investigating my tax affairs. We have been talking about this for months. I take this matter very seriously, but I'm confident that a professional and objective review of these matters will demonstrate that I handled my affairs legally and appropriately, including with the benefit of professional tax advisors. And statement from the Biden-Harris transition team, President-elect Biden is deeply proud of his son. Of course he is. His son can do no harm. Who has fought through difficult challenges, including the vicious personal attacks of recent months, only to emerge stronger. So, the reason why this is such a big deal is because, you know what we were doing back in October, ladies and gentlemen? We were tearing up Hunter Biden because everything was breaking. The New York Post was breaking stories about Hunter Biden, all the dealings he had with China, the hookers, the crack pipe photos. We covered it all at nauseum when the media did not want to touch it because guess what? We were right before an election, right before it. So what had happened? Everyone remembers Twitter blocked. Uh, they banned. They, uh, they, they suspended New York Post Twitter. It was down for like two, two, two and a half weeks. They would not allow them. They eventually rescinded on that. They, they, they took the block off. And then after the election, it was okay. But guess what? Anybody talking about Hunter Biden, you were going to get nuked on any platform. It was labeled as misinformation. You're a Nazi. You're, you're spreading misinformation. Why are you doing this? There is, no, there is no proof for this. This is what we were hearing for weeks. Everybody remembers this. Jack Pasebic says here, Hunter was under investigation for tax evasion and foreign money laundering the entire time. That's exactly what he was under investigation for. People were banned for talking about this, and President Trump was impeached for even asking about it. Remember, ladies and gentlemen, in January, in January, they bring this fake 
Fake-ass impeachment that meant literally nothing except for the words to be attached to Trump for his legacy that the Dems oh so wanted to attach to his name to smear him in any way possible. Trump was the one that was talking about this stuff in January. He was impeached over it, and people lost their digital their digital voice for even talking about it. But now we're seeing a huge change in tune You because guess what? Everything was about the election and all this was coordinated. I want to show you guys, I want to go down memory lane here real quick and I want to give a shout out to Newsbusters here on Twitter that made this video. This is a perfect video to paint what I'm seeing now and what you all out there are seeing as well. And you can show your families who still think this is all bullshit. Watch this video here of what changed here between 2019 and this year about Hunter Biden and Joe Biden and it being everything about Joe Biden Hunter. It was what? Russian disinformation. Our favorite term ever. Watch this. I just want to deal in fact because there is so much speculation out there and there is zero evidence that Hunter Biden or Joe Biden did anything wrong here. We should note, again, you, you and I have said this on the air many times, there is no evidence that Joe Biden was you know, involved in any wrongdoing. Of course, I want to note that there is no evidence that Joe Biden or Hunter Biden has done anything wrong. I just want to reiterate. And let's be clear for the viewers. There is no evidence Biden did anything wrong. I'll note again because it's important. There is no, I repeat, no. There is no evidence that either Biden did anything illegal. There's been no evidence. There was no evidence. There's no evidence. There is no evidence. There is not an iota of evidence. No, no evidence. evidence. Biden, Biden did, did anything, anything wrong. wrong. There's really no evidence that Joe Biden did anything wrong. Nobody's ever accused uh, it, 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 that. It, it, I mean, there's no evidence whatsoever that Joe Biden did anything wrong. Got that? Joe Biden did nothing wrong. Hunter Biden did nothing wrong. Biden's secret emails. A really fishy story. The Post claimed that the emails were found on a laptop computer that was brought to a repair shop in Delaware in the spring of 2019. The FBI is now investigating whether those alleged Hunter Biden emails are actually connected to a larger foreign intelligence operation. They may be related to a foreign intelligence operation. Foreign intelligence operation. Foreign intelligence. Foreign intelligence. Foreign intelligence operation. For all we know, these emails are made up. The information found on the laptop may be part of a Russian disinformation campaign. Part of a Russian uh, disinformation uh, effort. Described by many intelligence experts as having hallmarks. All the hallmark, hallmarks, rather. All the hallmarks of a Russian. Or Russian. Russian disinformation. Russian disinformation. Disinformation campaign. This is a classic example of the right-wing media machine. Don't drag the intelligence community into this. Hunter Biden's laptop is not part of some Russian disinformation campaign. The intelligence community doesn't believe that uh, because there's no intelligence that supports that <laughs> great video right awesome video so i'm showing you that because what i'm about to show you now is all of a sudden this literally changed just yesterday when that when the hunter statement biden came out you all saw the narrative they all speak the same they're called the mockingbird media for a reason they literally use the same words the same sentences and they're doing it on purpose they're subconsciously brainwashing people and you don't even know what's happening that is what that is. So let's look at today. And this also came out yesterday. The New York Times. Oh, the New York Times picks this up. Hunter Biden, President-elect Joe Biden, some that said that federal prosecutors in Delaware were investigating his taxes. Oh, the New York Times all of a sudden wants to report on this. Let's keep going. Let's keep going here. Oh, CNBC, the U.S. attorney in Delaware is investigating Hunter Biden over taxes. Why all of a sudden now... 
why all of a sudden are media outlets trying to cover this? And this one I'm about to show you now is my favorite because I remember showing this on my show, the tweet from NPR. I couldn't believe they actually tweeted this out. Look at this. NPR, by the way, tax dollars go to NPR. Look at what they said. Why haven't you seen, this is, remember, this is in October, um, right when Hunter Biden stuff started coming out. Why haven't you seen any stories from NPR about the New York Post, Hunter Biden story? Read more. This was their answer. We don't want to waste our time on stories that are not really stories. And we don't want to waste the listeners and readers' time on stories that are just pure distractions. And look at this. Just in a statement released by the Biden-Harris transition team, the president-elect's son, Hunter Biden, says he's been informed that he is under federal investigation over a tax matter. I take this matter very seriously, but I am com- Oh, yeah, this is just a quote from uh, Hunter Biden there. So what changed? What changed? These scumbags, these snakes, they are enemies of this country. This media needs to be burned down. And I mean that in the most nonviolent way. You know what I mean. They need to be completely destroyed, out, completely gone. So what does all this mean? Because it just, it blows my mind seeing all the garbage. It just never stops. And I just want to also remember, this is the New York Post article, laptop connected to Hunter Biden linked to FBI money laundering probe, October 21st. Not only that, let's look at the Federalist. They were also reporting on this as well. FBI actively investigating Hunter Biden and his associates for money laundering. Money laundering, because I can guarantee you this ta- the taxes, all the stuff about the taxes is going to end up leaking into all the Chinese deals that were done illegally. What we've been talking about forever, all the Pornhub videos, the crackpot videos, everything we touched on Hunter Biden and exposed. Bubulinski that went on, went on with Tucker. Huge interview. And the media, all they did was smear it and say it was disinform- a Russian disinformation campaign. And Matt Getz here on Fox talked about this and, what, and just the absolute hypocrisy of what we're seeing today. Take a listen and listen to this. Post, smear bright. I also think it's important to know how the media was covering this. Remember, we've got Project Veritas recordings of the editorial calls from CNN where Jeff Zucker, instead of delving into this story, used the Biden laptop existence as a way to smear Fox News, smear the New York Post, smear Breitbart, smear anyone who was telling the American people the truth about the Bidens. Interesting you bring that up. Watch how the media has downplayed this Hunter Biden story. He talks about Hunter Biden's hard drive. Uh, he talks about conspiracy theories. Charges so heinous, I'm not even going to say them. The whole uh, smear on Joe Biden uh, comes from the Kremlin. Uh, Rabbit hole of Hunter Biden, which I don't think anybody outside of that world understood last night. Obviously, uh, we're not going with the uh, New York Post story uh, right now on Hunter Biden. Hmm. I also think it's important to know. It's amazing. It's amazing. And I get so angry because I was I was right in the middle of all this with all of you. This is what we were seeing happening in real time in the garbage that was being sent. And you guys really want to know why. This video I'm going to show you now breaks down exactly why they decided to ignore this in October. And now here we are in December. And now all of a sudden, it's a story to these people. Look how sick these people are. And look at these numbers. Look at these numbers I'm about to show you in this video about if... If Biden voters knew about the Hunter Biden scandal, they may not have voted the way they did, and it would have swung the election. Watch how serious this is. 
Let's talk about media malfeasance as the public's trust in corporate legacy media platform plunges to multi-decade lows for good reasons because of their behavior in 2020. Right now, according to CNBC polling, only 3% of Trump voters believe that Joe Biden legitimately won. Only 3%. Part of the reason is how little we trust corporate media and with good reason. For example, corporate media chose, willfully chose, to completely ignore the most explosive story of the entire campaign, the laptop from hell containing the China pay-to-play details with the Biden cartel, including big guy Joe Biden. The MRC, Media Research Center, and the polling company recently did a survey of Biden voters in swing states. They found 45% of Biden voters had never even heard any of the details of the laptop from hell story. Not surprisingly, 17% of them said they would have changed their votes if they had this critical information. That would have flipped all six swing states that the president allegedly lost as per current reporting. We need an honest media. We need a real healthy fourth estate in this. Is everything making sense now? Is everything starting to make sense now? 17% would have changed their vote if they just had known, simply were aware of the the laptop from hell. You think this was all coordinated? YouTube taking our channels down the day that the Hunter Biden news story broke? X-22, all of us were shot down. Media blackout on YouTube, we overtook their system. The only way they could silence us was deleting us. What did all the media outlets do? You just saw it. Russian disinformation. And now all of a sudden, here we are, December 12th, December, uh, December 10th. Now all of a sudden, it's a story. Let's play pretend. And uh, let's just, you know... Pretend this never happened. And the FBI, they knew about this shit too since 2018. This has been under supposed investigation by the FBI since 2018. You guys are now seeing exactly what's happening here. And I'm not a big fan of Ben Shapiro, but he made a nice thread here I want to read. Hunter Biden has been under investigation since 2018. We only found out about this now. The media didn't dig into allegations about Hunter during the, the entirety of the 2020 election cycle. Many declared that stories from the New York Post were Russian disinformation. Remember, even Twitter said this information was hacked, and that's why we, that's why we blocked and suspended the New York Post. It's all bullshit. Meanwhile, according to CNN, the DOJ kept their investigation quiet due to Justice Department guidelines prohibiting over actions that could affect an election. We don't want to get we don't want to make this into political with the uh, with the election coming up. So we're just going to keep this hush hush. This is literally what they're saying, which means they kept quiet to affect an election. So here's the thing about members of the media now screaming about the undermining of democracy. Fuck right off. Your job was to bring relevant information to the American public. You ignored it because you were largely Democratic mouthpieces, you spent months claiming Trump would burn the mailboxes to stop voting. You suggested Stacey Abrams was governor of Georgia due to voter suppression. You openly screamed for censorship from social media directed at alternative sources of information you refuse to cover. There are many kinds of threats to democracy. As a famous former newspaper once said, democracy dies in darkness. You guys are all too often the people turning out the lights. Beautifully written thread, and he's absolutely on point there. Absolutely on point with exactly what he's talking about. But remember when I played that video, um, uh, I think it was last week, or no, maybe Tuesday, about the man, the Chinese man, literally bragging about how they have had people inside America's government um, in high-power positions, how they've infiltrated it. When you see things like this, this story here, things really start to make sense. Hunter Biden is from Zero Hedge. 
Hunter Biden criminal probe bolsters Chinese scholars claim of Beijing infiltrating top of America's core. Hunter Biden acknowledged today that he's been notified of an actual criminal investigation into his tax affairs. Among the numerous prongs of the inquiry, CNN reports investigators are examining whether Hunter Biden and his associates violated tax and money laundering laws. And of course he did. But the just revealed federal criminal investigation in Delaware is focused on exactly the questions which corporate media outlets refuse to examine for fear that doing so would help Trump. Oh, my God, this is all about Trump, orange man, bad. Namely, whether Hunter Biden engaged in illicit behavior in China. The allegations at the heart of this investigation compel an examination of a fascinating, at times disturbing speech at a major financial event held last week in Shanghai. And in that speech, a Chinese scholar of political science and international finance Di Zhongjing insisted that Beijing will have far more influence in Washington under a Biden administration than it did with the Trump administration. Ladies and gentlemen, we're not breaking news here. We're not breaking news. I'm simply just laying it out exactly what's going on here. This isn't misinformation. This is the reality of the situation. That's all it is. Now, that man we just spoke about, that the guy out in Beijing talking about and bragging about um, how uh, Beijing has infiltrated Washington... He put out another video yesterday talking about the deep state and why the establishment and why the establishment hates Trump so much. Let's take a watch and listen to this. Here we go. Zhe 那个沼泽里边的大鱼们阻挡了我们今天这个世界的这是超乎他们意料的特朗普这样的人居然上台了成了他们的老板你可以想象那个群体当时的感受是什么样的绝对是天崩地裂天都塌了的感觉是吧换面感所以在过去的两年里边一直坚持跟特朗普周旋对
This stuff is talked about on this channel and all our friends' channels all the time. They know this. We know this. But yet they want the establishment wants to keep playing this game, these games, and everyone is starting to wake up now. This is the Great Awakening. And that statement he said in 2016, real democracy happened. That is a powerful statement. Real democracy happened. The establishment was shocked. They couldn't believe it. And you want to know why? Because who knows? God knows how long these people have been cheating and getting, doesn't matter if it's Republican or Democrat. If you're part of the swamp, great. Great. We'll get in what we want, our policies, and we're going to further destroy and make this into a communist nation at some point. It's only a matter of time. When Trump got in, God knows how long, how much damage and how, and how far back that he has set um, the Chinese Communist Party and anyone that's, that's uh, been trying to damage our country. For example, like Dianne Dian Feinstein talking about how 70 years, that man just said 70 years of this infiltration has been going on. And here we have Dianne Feinstein from 2013 talking about how she's had special connections since the 1970s with China. This is how far back this corruption goes. In Shanghai, and I have a very spe- special connection with Shanghai. As mayor of San Francisco a long time ago, I had the honor of establishing a sister city relationship with Shanghai. It was the first sister city relationship between a United States and a Chinese city. And to this very day, I remember Mayor Wang Daohan very well and Zhang Zemin and Mayor Zhu Rongji, two of which both Zhang and Zhu became uh, president and premier, respectively, of the country. The relationship, though, yielded tremendous economic and cultural benefits, and that's been true over the past 30 years. I know this new office will build on the powerful and unique partnership between California and China. So thank you again as you make this the century of the Pacific. And I'm sure the deals you made lined your pockets, lined your family's pockets, and all it did was screw over Americans and you sold out our country, you bitch. That's exactly what that was. And by just a side note, this is just a side note. New York Post stories are leaking out that Diane Feinstein seriously struggling with cognitive decline. When stories like this come out, they come out for a reason. I'm just wondering if the Democrats are getting ahead of something or they're looking to throw someone on the bus. Look at this real quick and we'll get back into it. Dianne Feinstein, the oldest member of the Senate, age 87, and the most senior Democrat on its powerful Judiciary Committee, is seriously struggling with cognitive decline. People familiar with the California lawmaker situation told New Yorker on Wednesday that Feinstein's short-term memory has grown so poor that she often forgets that she has been briefed on a topic accusing her staff of failing to do so just after they have. And she's an older woman. She's 87 years old, but she's still a piece of shit. She is. She's sold out our country. She is wrapped up with China just along with everyone else. And the whole entire point of bringing this up here is to show you just how long this infiltration has been going, the long-term plan of China eventually taking over a country. They know they can't do a land invasion in this country. They can't. There's too many civilians that have weapons, let alone then you have to deal with the military on top of it, and land invasion was never going to happen. This was going to have to be done from the inside out through institutions or colleges, and that is what Pompeo yesterday, he had his press conference yesterday at 10 10 Eastern uh, yesterday, and this was his message. 
They are stealing. China is stealing our intellectual property. They're doing it through our universities. And just to give you a, just a quick headline here from the Philadelphia Inquirer. This is from February 7, 2020. How did they do it, guys? How does China infiltrate this great country? They're doing it as one way through our institutions and Harvard leads U.S. colleges that received $1 billion from China. And when these institutions like these schools like Harvard, by the way, Harvard has a huge picture of George Soros in one of their halls. When you have institutions that are taken over from the inside out and you have all this money coming from China to these institutions, guess who has the influence of what goes on in that institution establishment? It's not Harvard. It is China. That is how they're doing it. And this is exactly what Pompeo was getting at uh, yesterday when he's talking about how the CCP knows it can never match our innovation. That's why it sends 400,000 students a year to the U.S. to study. Not all of them are spies, but I, I bet there's a, probably a good chunk of them that are. It is no accident. Much of the industrial base inside of China is based on stolen technology from this country. Listen to what Pompeo has to say about how China is infiltrating our institutions. Over the past year, I've talked to America's governors in Washington about this, state legislators in Wisconsin, tech leaders in Silicon Valley, many other groups. I've gone out to talk to them about this challenge, and today I want to talk about what's happening in schools across America, especially research institutions and places like where I'm standing today. <laughs> Just think about it. Chinese Communist Party scientists aren't pioneering cancer cures. We are. And it's not North Korean biochemists that are producing safe COVID vaccines. We are. And Iranians aren't ahead in supercomputing. No, in fact, we are. It is the free world and free peoples that produce these superior results. And we should be very proud of that fact. But we have an obligation to protect it, to preserve it, to make sure that that's the case 10 and 50 and 100 years from now. Because on places like this campus, Scientists have pioneered quantum computing, artificial intelligence, pediatric technology, even autonomous robots that can function without human control. And I must say that frightens me just a bit. Um, look, the Chinese Communist Party knows it can never match our innovation. It has state-owned enterprise. It's an authoritarian regime. It is a government-centric focus. It's why it says 400,000 students a year to the United States of America to study 400,000 students a year studying in our universities come from one country. It is no accident. Much of the high-end industrial base inside of China is based on stolen technology or technology purchased from other nations. It's not homegrown. Beijing doesn't want Chinese researchers to stay here in the United States. Indeed, after they're trained, they want them to come back. They want to induce their return for the singular purpose of serving the socialist motherland. The entire purpose of this is to serve their socialist motherland with this China. <clears throat> and there's no accident. There's 400,000 students a year that come strictly from China a year. That's not just because... And some probably are. They're coming over here to get the American experience to study at these high-end universities, but it's being used for a much more sinister purpose. And this is how they are doing it, ladies and gentlemen. This is exactly how they're doing it. Now, remember this story. Remember the story we talked about on uh, Tuesday about Swalwell, the Axios report talking about Swalwell was having sexual relationships with a Chinese spy who originally came over here to a university in the Bay Area. That is the origin of how this entire thing started. People were calling for Swalwell to be removed from the Intelligence Committee, and guess what? It happened. 
from the Epic Times here. Lawmakers are asking Democratic leadership in the House of Representatives to remove Eric Swalwell from a powerful committee after his alleged ties to a Chinese spy were reported this week. House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy on Tuesday night wondered whether Democratic congressional leaders were aware of Swalwell's reported links to Fang Fang, a Chinese... I love that her name is Fang Fang, a Chinese spy. Remember what Swalwell said. He accused the president of everything that he did by lying to the American public and sitting on the intel community, McCarthy said on Fox News, the Ingram angle. Not only should he be removed from the intel, he should be removed from Congress as well, and I'm fully on board with that. Swalwell, a one-time Democratic president, presidential candidate, sits on the House Intelligence Committee, raising concerns about whether he's compromised because of the alleged links to the spy. And now, we were all waiting for Swalwell to come out because nobody, everybody and their mom was talking about Swalwell yesterday on Twitter, and it had to have been pretty damaging to him. And then, this morning, we find out he gets removed from the Intelligence Committee. This same Swalwell that has gone on multiple hearings I have listened to, when I joined this movement, I got to hear some of these hearings, and all Swalwell wanted to do is talk about how Trump and Don Jr. are all wrapped up with Russia and their spies, and literally, Swalwell is having sex with a known Russian spy now, and he sits on the Intelligence Committee. Well, I wonder what, what information got out to her. I wonder. I wonder. But you know what Swalwell finally broke his silence today, and you know who he blames He blames this story. This is from Breitbart. Check this out. Swalwell suggests this Trump, a Trump admin leaked this Chinese spy story. They are not going to silence me. Yes, he is going that route. He is going to he's blaming a Trump administrator uh, as the leak to this uh, spy story. It's all it's nothing but misinformation. Look at what Swalwell says here as the uh, basis and the, the look at and just pay attention to how the, the this guy here from, from CNN sets up and frames the questions. Um, they're so softball. It's it's disgusting. Listen to this. You're aware of something Axios first reported, uh, an investigation going back between 2011 and 2015, that you were among the targets uh, of a woman who was, in effect, a Chinese spy, right, trying to establish contacts with U.S. politicians, rising uh, politicians. Did you have, and I should note to people that you cooperated in this investigation and were given a briefing by the FBI, did you have any concerns about this person before you had what's known as a defensive briefing from the FBI to make you aware of this threat? No, Jim, I, I was shocked when, you know, just over six years ago, I was told about this individual and then I offered to help uh, and I did help. And I was thanked uh, by the FBI uh, for my help. And that person is no longer in the country. Uh, and I was a little surprised to read about my cooperation in that story because the story says that, you know, there was no, there was never a suspicion of wrongdoing on my part. And all I did was cooperate. And the FBI said that yesterday. But the wrongdoing here, Jim, is that at the same time this story was being leaked out is the time that I was working on impeachment on the House Intelligence and Judiciary Committee. There it is. And if this is a country where people who criticize the president are going to have law enforcement information weaponized against them, that's not a country that any of us want to live in. And I- he, he just literally said, if we're going to have a country where law enforcement weaponizes political information against them, that's not a country I want to live in. Are you joking me? This is exactly what they're doing. The unmasking request when they went after Trump before he even got in the White House. The balls on these people, guys. The balls. Weaponizing politics 
and institutions and the government weaponizing them. What did you do for four years, you scumbag? And now it's revealed you had sex with a Chinese spy and you blame Trump. Trump. This happened before Trump was even in office. This was in 2014, 2015. And he's blaming Trump for this? This is... (laughs) You can't make this up. You can't make this up. So, because of course... This is Adam Schiff's and Nancy Pelosi's golden boy, right? Swalwell is their golden boy. Well, the Federalist reached out to Adam Schiff and wanted to know what the hell is going on. And Schiff refuses to disclose why he withheld details of Swalwell's relationship because apparently they were briefed on this and it never got out. Hmm. Funny, funny how that leak never got out. Isn't that crazy how that works? So House Intelligence Committee Chairman Adam Schiff did not respond to the Federalist questions about Intelligence Committee member and the California Rep Eric Swalwell's position on the committee in light of recent news revealing Swalwell's connections with a suspected Chinese spy. And the reason why, ladies and gentlemen, Swalwell long ago provided information about this person. So that clears it up. That clears it up. Who we met more than eight years ago and whom he hasn't seen in nearly six years to the FBI to protect information that might be classified. He will not participate in your story, Swalwell's office said. Oh, that's that's what it was. It's classified. That's why nothing was brought up about this. Hmm. I wonder what I'm about to show you now was a real reason as to why they did not want to disclose who Fang Fang was because maybe, maybe, just maybe, she was on the DNC payroll. And thank you to Ron Code Monkey for showing exactly that. Look at this. Christine Fang, I see the words salary. Salary. This is from 2016. She was on the payroll. I wonder why Adam Schiff didn't want to disclose this or Nancy Pelosi or Swalwell didn't want to know this either. What the hell is going on here, ladies and gentlemen? This is what you called exposure, and Ron has been killing it on Twitter, exposing so many people, and he's been on the ball. But you want you want to know something, ladies and gentlemen, why it's really funny? This is why I love the internet. The internet can be a blessing and it can be a curse depending on what side of events you're on. Look at this from Jay on Twitter. Is it just me or is it a little odd that Eric Swalwell's dad? Remember, remember, the Swalwells supposedly stopped talking to her six years ago. Is it a little odd that Eric Swalwell's dad is still liking Facebook photos of Christine Fang from as late as March as tw- March 12th of this year? even though she fled the country to avoid FBI investigation as a Chinese spy. And there's Miss Fang Fang here. And as you can see here on the right, here's her picture. And look, Eric Swalwell has a like on it. This was in March 12th of just 2020. That's a little weird as well because this is also Eric Swalwell's father. That is creepy. But guess what? Eric, he cut ties with this lady and he found out when everybody else found out. We're going to hear from Nancy Pelosi, too. We're going to hear from Nancy Pelosi that we all found out about this at the same time. We had nothing. We didn't even know about this going on. Listen to what. This, this, this is probably the worst video I'm going to show you guys today. Nancy Pelosi has asked questions about Eric Swalwell and the Chinese spy. And you know what she does? I'll let you watch and see what she does. Look what she deflects the conversation to. Listen to this shit. Uh- over you know that was the end of any communication with those people so it isn't uh, uh i i don't I, mean, I think we should make sure that everybody knows 
what they are being subjected to. Uh, but I don't know that it means that we have to black t background checks for every intern who comes into the Capitol. I, I do think uh, that it's unfortunate that Mr. McCarthy is trying to make an issue of this when his leader, we all found out at the same time, the Republican leadership and that, that, that several members had been approached. Here it comes, mm -hmm. guys. We, we, we were all at the same moment, the House Republican and Democratic leaders and the uh, leadership of the committee were briefed at the same moment. Make sure you know that because he keeps going around saying, when did they know? We knew when they knew. And that, at that time, that was the end of it. But you know what he's trying to do? He's trying to deflect attention from the fact that he has QAnon in his uh, oh his delegation over there. QAnon. Uh, and that, I think, is a danger uh, to in, in uh, terms of our debate here about, uh, you know, what what the possibilities Spit are out, Nancy. undue influence uh, in, uh, to members of Congress. So, ladies and gentlemen, you know what we did here? We're not going to talk about the fang. We're not going to talk about Fang Fang. We're going to talk about McCarthy and how he's got some people in his uh, be, that are supporting him and behind him. They're part of uh, QAnon. Let's talk about that. To deflect attention from the fact that he has QAnon. What the hell does that even mean? He has QAnon in his delegation over there. And that is the truth. <laughs> you, can't, you can't make this stuff up. The way that she says it, it doesn't even make... Anyone that knows a QAnon, it doesn't even make sense. Her, the fact that he has, he has QAnon in his delegation over there. That, that's the real problem. Do you see how sick these people are? How they do nothing but deflect. And when it's the same talking points. We found out and everybody else found out. We had no idea. Bullshit. Of course you did. You were briefed on this when this all came out, but yet it didn't. No one knew about it. No one knew about it till just a couple days ago. Unbelievable. But I'm going to show you a quick funny video here. I'm going to get to the rest of the topics tonight because we're not done. We are not done yet because I want to show you guys this, this lawsuit that is going to change the world. It's going to change this country, and I believe it's going to be the one that's going to put the uh, the dagger in, in all this, and we're going to get Trump for another four years. Shout out to Saul Memes for making this video, because we all love to make fun of Nancy Pelosi here. Watch this one. Oh, hold the elevator. I remember this. What's your ID number? It's 1142. Eat my ass. <sighs> come on, come on, come on. Oh, I'll, I'll, I'll get the next one. Turn to your room. Uh, no, no, I'll, I'll just take the escalator. Squeeze on in. I'd, I'd rather my robes didn't smell like a f filet of fish all day, thanks. That's hurtful, man. Well, next time, just let it go. Let it go. <sighs> my lord. Stormtrooper. My lord. Stormtrooper. My lord. Stormtrooper. My lord? Yep. My lord? Uh-huh. My lord? Yo. My lord? Hmm? My lord? <sighs> Stormtrooper. My lord. Stormtrooper. My lord? Stormtrooper. My lord? Stormtrooper. My lord? Stormtrooper. Stormtrooper. My lord? Stormtrooper. 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 My lord? Ugh. My lord? Go f*** yourself. 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 Aww. Oh. <laughs> 
it's just it's awesome soul memes does great work and i love playing her stuff on the on the show it's just so great but we all we can't stand nancy pelosi i know all you can't stand nancy pelosi and it's just it's really good we're at 3.1 thousand viewers on d live almost 400 on twitch let me hop over to pilled real quick see what we got on pilled we're at 201 ladies and gentlemen we're at over just 4,000 viewers on the show tonight and we're going to get into the best part of the show which is going to be the trump card i honestly believe is going to take everybody down here now as far as this lawsuit, I don't know if you guys heard of this Texas lawsuit, but it's causing a huge, a huge problem with the media. Let's start here with Candace Owens. 18 states in this country know that Joe Biden and Kamala Harris cheated. 18 entire states are standing up to the fraudulent Demo- uh, Democrat Party. This has never happened in the history of America. Media and tech are in overdrive trying to censor the truth. The left is terrified. So what is Candace Owens talking about? Well, if you guys didn't haven't been following this past week, there was a massive Texas lawsuit put together that is simply going after constitutional law and violations of the Constitution itself. It has nothing to do with Dominion, um, all the nitty-gritty numbers, of vote flipping, and all that stuff that we've that we have dived into. It is a rock-solid lawsuit aimed that is being brought other states, Texas and other states are now joining them, going after and suing other states. This has never happened before. And this is why so many people are saying, is there going to be a civil war? Is there going to be a civil war? We now have states suing other states saying that, hey, our elections were fair. We didn't do any of this shit. Why are you allowed to, to undermine our country? Because you're the states are now taking this stuff personal as, as a state itself, not just the people now, not just the people. Texas, Florida, all these, all these, uh, these red states now are saying we did the right thing and we got the results that we were expecting because Joe Biden, he didn't even campaign. We, everyone watched him. He came to give a thousand viewers on a Thanksgiving live stream. Let's be real here. Now, other states are stepping up and they're saying we're sick of this shit. We know what the Democratic Party did. Let's go. Let's go for the low-hanging fruit here and nail them with constitutional law, and they have precedence. This is why this lawsuit is so big. And the other reason why it's so big, Trump yesterday tweeted this out. We will be intervening. We will be intervening in the Texas plus many other states case. This is a big one. Our country needs a victory. Now, I didn't know what that meant as far as intervening, and this is what it means here. It's a legal term. I didn't know what President Trump meant when he said his team was going to intervene. In law, intervention is a procedure to allow a non-party called an intervener to join ongoing litigation, either as a matter of right or at the discretion of the court without their permission of the original litigants. The basic rationale for intervention is that a judgment in in a particular case may affect the rights of non-parties who ideally should have the right to be heard. And now Trump is now part of this lawsuit. Trump would not be doing this if he didn't think this was uh, this was a good thing. And it absolutely is. And news broke not too long ago of because we were hearing states were backing the lawsuit. They were putting out statements, but they weren't actually in the lawsuit itself. That is changing. And look at this. The states of Missouri, Arkansas, Louisiana, Mississippi, South Carolina and Utah are now part of this are the intervening states, which I just described to you through their under-designed counsel, respectively, file this motion for leave to intervene in this action and join Plaintiff's Bill of Complaint. It's huge news. This is the screenshot of it in the Supreme Court, and we're still waiting. I don't know if the news is broken yet, because as of right now, I don't know if the Supreme Court has accepted it. I know the case has been docketed, 
which does not mean they accept it. But I can't imagine a reason, unless there is corruption in the Supreme Court as well, that the Supreme Court will not take this case. There is no way in hell that they don't. But just to give you a map of what this looks like, could this have really meant the real red wave that uh, we were expecting? We know the red tsunami hit this country. Trump was winning at 3 a.m. I was awake for it, and then the voting stopped. We all witnessed it. But look at this. The red states here, all these red states are now suing four swing states. Wisconsin, Michigan, Ohio, and Pennsylvania. And this is this is huge. It's absolutely huge. This has never been done before. And not only that, not only that, this broke too. Kyle Becker, who you guys all need to follow on Twitter. He's a great follow. He's been on top of all this since election night. Also, 106 House members have now joined. This brief presents our concern as members of Congress now are, be, are going behind this, shared by untold millions of their con- constituents that the unconstitutional irregular, irregularities involved in the 2020 presidential election cast doubt upon its outcome, and they all back the Texas lawsuit. We have been waiting for weeks now for the Republicans and people to, to get off their asses, stop being spineless, and get in this fight and go help Trump. We got that today. And this list of states, it might keep growing for all I know. We, we might have a decision. We might know tonight or by tomorrow if the Supreme Court is going to take this case. I think we have to know by tomorrow. But as with the whole entire point of this is, ladies and gentlemen, is that this is picking up steam. It's picking up steam. And, President Trump has asked And Texas- the media and the media are losing their minds over it. Nobody has even covered this case yet. Barely anybody in the media is now being forced to almost do it. Now, when this case does get ultimately get to the Supreme Court, who is going to argue it? Why I made this my thumbnail today? Trump asked Cruz to argue the Texas case. Now, he was going to argue this in Pennsylvania, but that one, that case was shot down by Alito. Um, I can't remember the reason why. Cruz was a little disappointed, but this Texas lawsuit... Trump wants Cruz to argue it. And this was the article here from The Hill. President Trump has asked uh, Senator Ted Cruz to present a case from his state's attorneys general seeking to invalidate the election results of several key battleground states before the Supreme Court. The lawsuit from Texas Texas Attorney General Ken Paxton seeks to void the vote certifications of Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, and Georgia, and Michigan, arguing that the results are tainted by new election processes in those states. The court has not yet agreed to hear the case on its merits and on on Tuesday rejected efforts by pro-Trump attorneys to overturn the results in in Pennsylvania, which was a separate case. So Ron, again here on CodeMonkey, he tweeted out something that I thought was very interesting because I've I've had this um, talk with my friends, my family, um, other channels. Who is the best candidate do you think is going to be running uh, for president? I know Rick Rennell has been thrown in there, um, Sidney Powell. A bunch of people. Is it going to be one of uh, Trump's kids? Is it going to be um, his daughter? Will it be Don Jr.? Read this. I heard Ted Cruz maybe arguing the Texas case at the Supreme Court. If he pulls this off and wins the case, he will be unstoppable going into the 2024 general election. Now, I know Cruz has been a longtime politician. He might be a snake. I don't know. But what I do know 
is that since I joined this movement and started making content and getting into this, I've been following all the Republicans very closely. I got to say, Ted Cruz, he got a beat down in 2016 from Trump. I did remember watching that. Trump eviscerated uh, Cruz. And you know what Cruz didn't do? What most rhinos did? They didn't, they didn't turn their backs on Trump. They didn't go after Trump. They, they didn't. He was in every hearing defending Trump with Russia, and the man has become better for it. In every single hearing, this man has always been sticking up for Trump and backing the Constitution, going up against big tech. I have seen nothing but good things come from Ted Cruz since I have joined this movement. And there might be people that know his history. He's been involved with a lot of things. I don't know all about that. I'm talking about right now. I want to know out there, do you guys think... Do you guys think if Ted Cruz ends up pulling this off, this this uh, this ultimately changes the election? We get another Trump for uh, for four years, and will this set up Cruz to be the uh, the favorite to win in twenty twenty four? I would love to know what you guys think in the chat. Let me know what you think in the chat, because everything I've seen here, he is he has stepped up to the plate. He has never backed down, and he could have gone the complete opposite way and been completely bitter. Um, just been a never Trumper for what for the embarrassment that he went through, but he didn't. I'm seeing a lot of no's and a lot of yeses. <laughs> so yeah, I know I don't know his history too too much, and I'm sure there's plenty of you guys that know have a lot more history of politics than I do. I am just two years fresh in this movement, so. I just thought it was an interesting question because this has been a debate now that I've had that I've been going on for a long time of who who's going to be uh, who's going to be running who's going to be running. So I just thought that was really really interesting. But Cruz does have he does have a history of winning and arguing cases in the Supreme Court. This lawsuit originated in Texas. Cruz is from Texas. He's the governor there. What else? What not the governor? What else? Um, what else do you need as far as a uh, as a resume? I have no problem with Cruz going in. And when this case gets accepted, I hope to God, right side broadcasting, whoever's out there can get inside that Supreme courtroom because that is pay-per-view. That is must watch television. Watching Cruz go up to the Supreme court, ladies and gentlemen, it could be the biggest case. Um, and I don't know how many years, at least a century for this country. It could be the biggest case argued in front of the Supreme court. Now you want to know why I know this is a big deal. The media is having a meltdown. I'm, I, I've kept finding more and more clips of uh, of these <laughs> of these talking heads, especially from CNN. We're going to showcase here right now from the major patriot. The Texas case has them terrified. They are losing it. Let's listen to uh, Mr. Cuomo here, Mr. Douchebag, fake COVID resurrection guy. Let's listen to him say what he thinks is going on with this Texas case and how it's undermining undermining democracy and disenfranchising voters. Watch this. Brothers and sisters, this is the worst of times. <laughs> the reference is not a nod to a tale of two cities. We are all together in a single world of pain. We've never had more starving from a pandemic in modern times. Today, more died from this virus than on any single day before. And yet it will now get worse. Partisans with poisonous intent, are trying to create a crisis on top of a crisis. This moment will be remembered for what happens next. 
And I want to be on record to you and to all as an American, as a journalist, and as an officer a of journalist. the court. Okay. Trump and his party are trying to kill our democracy <laughs> with these efforts. And I accuse them of this high crime tonight. Oh. This is wrong. I'm, brothers, I'm shaking in my boots. I'm shaking in my boots, guys. Are you, are you afraid? Fredo here. Oh, here it is. I'm going on the record as a journalist. Can we just all vomit at the same time, please? Let's all go vomit. We'll be right. No, I'm just kidding. How disgusting of these high crimes. You won't even look into the lawsuit, you douchebag. Not one of you have looked into the lawsuit. It blows my mind. Just to get to, what's the transition here, ladies and gentlemen, just to uh, just a quick topic that I that needs to be discussed. I don't really see anyone talking about this. This is uh, this is huge, and I always love reporting on what's going on with the Pentagon and the DOD and the CIA because Trump is installing all his people, what the media calls loyalists, Cash Patel, Chris Miller. This story came out from Defense One, and I want you guys to really, really pay attention to this because it seems like almost every day, every other day, changes are being made behind the scenes um, with the, uh, the Defense Department, Pentagon, the CIA. I want you guys to see this article. This is, this is pretty significant. Trump officials are reviewing DOD support to the CIA. Remember, now before we get into this, remember when I played, this was a, at least a few weeks ago, when Chris Miller was installed by Trump and, and, and Ezra Cohen Watnick was installed. Uh, by the way, that's uh, that's Michael Flynn's protege. They went in and said, essentially, all the special forces were going to have a direct link to the to the White House. Doesn't have to go through any of these people, through all these red tape, the CIA clowns, and the media. No more leaks. We've cut red tape. We're having direct connection. And uh, that's how we're going forward with this. These are Trump guys. Keep that in mind. In the final six weeks of President Trump's administration, political appointees of the Pentagon reviewing the Pentagon's support to the CIA, including the use of counterterrorism operators and detailed to a division of the agency that has been involved in some of the most high-profile clandestine counterterrorism missions in the last two decades. The idea is to determine whether Defense Department personnel detailed to the spy agency should instead be used for missions related to competition with Russia and China, rather than counterterrorism, according to multiple former and counter-administration and military officials. This is literally talking about, ladies and gentlemen, cutting the CIA off from using special forces in their own operations and completely leaving the CIA to their own devices, their own people, and cutting that off completely. This is what this is suggesting. Few details on the scope of the review process, including how broad it is, were available on Wednesday. Two sources familiar with the matter said that Acting Defense Secretary Chris Miller has sent a letter to the CIA Director Gina Haspel saying that a long-standing arrangement offering DOD support to the agency is now in jeopardy. The military detailees officially come under CIA authority. This is talking about when operations are carried out and military goes and does these joint operations. They officially become under the CIA and they become what's called a permanent house guest. The former administration official said the division provides support to both CIA and Defense Department operations, often working alongside local partner forces in places like Afghanistan. It's basically going to ask, this is the whole point, this is the whole point of the article. 
It's basically going to ask the CIA to carry the burden for two and a half months and pull the rug out from under them at the same time, said the former official. If they start dying in Afghanistan, this is going to be a big deal. No decisions have yet been made, and some officials say that the view is alarmist. We all know how corrupt the CIA is, the FBI, all these intelligence, all these intelligent um, agencies were going to be cleaned up by General Flynn when Trump came in. That is a big reason why they silenced General Flynn till a couple days ago when the pardon came and then Sullivan threw out the case because he called it moot. Moot. He's a scumbag. But the whole point of this is, we know how JFK wanted to splinter the, F- the uh, CIA into a million pieces. Remember that. We all know the CIA is all corrupt. They're a huge part of why these wars go on. And now, the the so-called Trump loyalists that are being talked about, you can tell what you can tell which way the defense one leans as far as Joe Biden. They're definitely pro Joe Biden. But now, there's talks and possible moves being made that the CIA is now going to be cut off from any of these special forces intervention, and they're going to be left to deal with their own operations by themselves. No more clowns of the CIA. Huge stuff. These moves are being made now. They're being made now, not because Trump's on his way out, because Trump plans on staying around for another four years. And last article, because I like to end on a good note as much as I can. While all this is going on, another Middle East country, Morocco, decides to join the peace deal with Israel. And there's our boy right there, our man Trump, adding another country. Because remember, Trump the warmonger, has now brought more another country in to a peace deal. Isn't that amazing how that works? Absolutely amazing. I love it. I love it. So before you guys head out on the door, make sure you check out wokesocieties.com where you can find my store, my video replays, and you can donate directly to the channel. My store has amazing products, some new products my brother just added not too long ago. So what do we have? Well, let's take a look. Once it loads, we have shirts, we have hoodies, we have mugs, we have Christmas ornaments, especially the Epstein and the Pepe have been selling like crazy. We have Border Wall Construction Company. We have all that good stuff. And of course, we have the V-necks for our ladies, more mugs, glassware, hats, we got the shifter spoon. That one might be uh, become more relevant as the days go on. And let's get to the bottom here. All the woke merch that you can possibly get. We even have our woke society's beanie, which I'm going to be wearing later tonight. The drunk wives matter tumbler, and we even have the 2020 participation trophy because it's been a hell of a year for all of us. And this will make a funny ass gift um, to give to any of your family for just surviving 2020. So there you have it. And make sure, if you guys want to check me out on an exclusive channel that will never, ever get taken down, go to WokeSocieties.tv and become a monthly or a yearly sponsor of this channel. It helps me do this full time, and there will be exclusive content on this channel um, as soon as I can get to it. I've been working on it. It's going to be on there. And the best part about this is because some of these new platforms, you can't watch me on TV. Well, on this platform, you can because it's right through the Roku. You can watch me on the computer, your phone, your or Roku. You search for me on the channel, I will pop up. And we have all that good stuff. And just a reminder, just a reminder, if you guys are going to order from the store, make sure you order by December 14th. We can, pro- we can guarantee you 
your um your your stuff will be there by Christmas. If it's after the 14th, it's a gamble. So get your orders in the shop right now so you can have it by Christmas and all that good stuff. So let's uh let's hop over to uh Campbell. So get your orders in the shop. Let's hop over here to DLive, to Twitch. Guys, we we were over 4,000. We had about 41, 4,200. We are slowly creeping up to that 5,000 viewer mark. And guys, don't forget. Don't forget. Twitch. Guys, we... we I don't know why it keeps doing that. Don't forget. You guys can watch my replay on DLive. The replay is also on Twitch in the About section. I have a Rumble, BitChute. I'm on Library and Odyssey. I'm on all those places. You can watch me there. And hopefully Gab TV will be up as well. And I will be uploading to Gab TV because there are so many, so many platforms that are going to be having live streaming um, capabilities soon. And uh, if you guys can, Frank from Quite Frankly is on right now. Go join him and tell him tell him that Woke sent you. That is the whole reason why I'm starting at 530 because I, I don't like running into other people's shows. I like to maintain as many viewers as I can throughout the show. And uh, that's what we're doing here. And it looks like, man, 2002 Patrick, five Ninja Guineas today. Thank you, my friend. You're killing it. You guys are absolutely killing it. Let me uh, just get some chill music out here. I'll hang out with you guys just for a couple more minutes. And uh, we'll, have, we'll have fun. Let's, we'll just talk. I didn't get any donations today to tell me to go F myself. So <laughs> that's really disappointing, honestly. I was hoping I'd get more of that. I will gladly take money from people that hate me. That's completely up to you. Make sure I didn't miss any donations on the phone here. Okay. You guys can always donate as well to PayPal or Cash App. Those are also options. And for you guys on Twitch, right through Streamlabs, right through the Twitch, uh, your Twitch app, we'll go Universal Super Chat. It's all there. I won't forget about the chest, guys. And uh, I'll get to all of your... Uh, as many of your donations as, you can, as we can here. I hope you guys enjoy the show. I told you I was bringing it today. I know that was a fire episode. We killed it today. That was a lot of information packed into an hour and a half. And uh, it's great. Yes, and I know a lot of people are appreciating that I'm not running into uh, Frank now. So now you guys can go right from here, right to Frank. It's a perfect block. You have 412, then myself, and then right to Frank. You can't get much better than that. <coughs> Cannot get much better than that. All right. Let's hop over to Pilled here. Don't want to forget about Pilled. All right. Yes, we got a power chat and Pilled. Gray Squirrel, $5. Cruz is American Heroes. Cowboy Boots enhance the superpowers. Please remind praying patriots to pray Trump across the finish line January 20th. Pray. The truth is revealed and the people accept it. Thanks, Scott. Thank you, Gray Squirrel. That's a great message. Yeah. Keep the prayers coming. Keep the prayers coming. All that good stuff. Thank you for the $5 donation, Gray Squirrel. I'm glad you guys are having a great time in the pill chat. It's always great to see. Awesome, awesome, awesome. I'm so glad everyone's having a good time. All the chats. What other we got here? Yeah, we can do this one for a little bit. So yeah, ladies and gentlemen, what, do, uh, what, do we, what am I doing? So Saturday, Saturday will be my next stream. It'll be 
That one will actually probably be at six because I want that to run in right into a method show. So we'll get the time straightened out. But as far as right now, Tuesday and Thursday, they're going to be 530 because they're going to run right into Frank's show and we'll have all that good stuff there. Uh, I think I'm getting hosted as well. I'm assuming, yeah, I'm assuming methods and we the people inside are, we're hosting me. Thank you guys for hosting. I know Frank's on now, just fine. Thank you guys for hosting the channel. Thank you guys, awesome. I appreciate it, my friends. I appreciate that. So DLive is growing. Rumble's growing, BitChute's growing. Between all the platforms, we have already surpassed over 20,000 subscribers between all of them. And ladies and gentlemen, it's been, we're gonna, we're, we're just under two months removed from YouTube. I've almost got a quarter of my following back already. In a year, we're gonna be right back. Forget that, we're gonna be in less than a year, we're gonna be right back to where we started. YouTube kicking us off is gonna be the best thing that ever happened to us. Because if we were still on there, we wouldn't have survived. All we talk about is election fraud right now and what's going on in this country. What? There's nothing else to talk about as far as uh, content. It's too important. Let me give you the link to, uh, quite frankly, I know people have been asking for it, hold on. Twitch chat, here you go. I think uh, I think Frank is on Twitch too. I'm not sure about that. He's definitely on D Live. Definitely on D Live. So there you go. Frank's channel is in the chats on D Live. You guys got him. There you go. No problem, guys. No problem. It was a good time tonight. I'm glad you guys got your news. You got to hang out a little bit. And uh, yeah. Yes. No more YouTube. No more YouTube. YouTube. YouTube has established very well. They're not hiding anymore. YouTube became what they vowed not to when they originally started YouTube. I was, yeah. In the heyday of the internet between the 2000 and 2010, when the internet was still the Wild West... YouTube was amazing. You could post almost anything there. Almost anything. And uh, they, they, they are now the, main, the new internet mainstream outlet. They literally said they're only going to back corporate media. What does that tell you? They're paid off. China influence. And yes, I also am on Gab and on Parler as well. And if you guys that are still here, do me a quick favor. My wife is going to be also live streaming. She might actually stream tonight for the first time. I don't know what she's going to be streaming on, but it's not. My wife does all totally different stuff than what uh, than what I cover. She's more spiritual. She's into goddesses and gods. A bunch of bunch of stuff. She does read, uh, spiritual readings. She's into a lot of stuff that some of you may be interested in. If you guys could do me a huge, huge favor, just give her a follow. I'm going to drop the uh, her her link here. Give her a follow in the D Live chat. I want to get her up to 200 so she can get um, to move up to the next level here. And I'm, I'm going to get her into live streaming because I've been telling her live streaming is where it's at right now. I put it in the Twitch chat as well. Go give her a follow. And if that's not your thing, that's fine. People have different tastes. There's variety. If it's not your jam, it's not your jam. But for some people, it is. So if it is, go check her out. Give her a follow. And ladies and gentlemen, we just broke 7,000 followers on DLive right now. We're moving on up. 
Moving on up. That's awesome. That is awesome. So yeah, look out for her. She's, she's probably gonna be streaming tonight as a tester and I'm gonna help her out with it. So it'll be good times. So let's get to that chest before, uh, before we end the show tonight. Chest is open in 30 seconds. Let's get to the top contributors. Braddy Babe, 298. MDV, 379, 298. Heather, 1975, 568. Kcox, 4, 696. Dr. JWC, 3, 1,000 Lemons. Thur, Giles, my man Slur. It's a Slur Giles or Giles. I, I hope I'm not butchering that. 1.2 thousand lemons. Chana 315, 2.3 thousand lemons. Our third contributor of the night, top three. Rai Rai 1989, 4.09 thousand. Mr. JB the third. Or J is it J Bill? Or JB the third? I, it doesn't say. Mr. JB. I see you on every stream, sir. I see you on my friend streams. You are more than appreciated. You're amazing. Thank you. 6.06 and our top contributor, 2002 Patrick with 8,040 lemons. Amazing. Amazing. Archie 79, I see you with the diamond. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Yes, go follow the missus. She might have some content that you might enjoy. That's totally different than what I do, which is fine. People... The stuff can get, it can bear down on you. So that's going to wrap up the show tonight, ladies and gentlemen. If you want to watch the replay, it's in DLive under replays. Twitch, it's under your replays. Find it on Rumble, BitChute, Library, Odyssey, all those good places. And hopefully Gab TV, um, I'll be uploading there as well. All that good stuff. You guys know what I'm going to be doing. Find me on Saturday. Enjoy, quite frankly. Stay safe, stay strong, and stay woke. Good night. Good night.